Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Alrighty, welcome, and what the heck? Happy Monday to you. Uh, before we do anything else, uh, breaking news going on downtown Texarkana. Yeah, if you see smoke, there was fire. Yeah. But it appears to be an automobile, not Wadley. Yes. Which was kind of the fear. Yeah. If you were looking at it from our angle here at uh, Texarkana Radio Family Stations, it looked like it was pouring out of Wadley, but it appears that it was maybe in the parking lot over there. Yeah. So uh, don't freak out. It's worse looking than it actually is. Yes. And uh, I think all should be well. Yes. It looks like it's going to be okay. Uh, they were unable to save the car. Darn. But still, uh, Wally was able to bill it. And so really? <laughs> a couple of IVs out there to try to put it out early on. <laughs> and so You don't want them? So, no, you want the fire department sending that's cheaper. Yes, sir. I don't want them squirting with an IV on that thing. No. Out with an IV no, did not work, so no, they had to call the fire department. No. But as I said, it still seems to be billable. Yes. So anyway, that's your uh, your breaking news thing. We don't do that very often, but it's uh, no. right in our wheelhouse, yeah. and people are, uh, I'm sure, a little concerned if you saw black smoke yeah. billowing from the area. Our, our new sales lady, who's uh, very uh, nice, but uh, very nice, but that's not but a start. She. It's been so long since she saw rain when she joined us all out front looking. She goes, look, it's going to rain, and we had to explain to her, no, wow. that's a. But people haven't seen dark clouds in a while, so uh, yeah, uh, other than the economy. But <laughs> oh, there's a lot more than that, but yeah, we keep going. There's plenty of dark clouds. Just none that produce rain. Yeah, it's probably a country music song we could break yeah. into right now. But either way, uh, you know, I talked to my daughter who's up in the Hot Springs area, and uh, they were all excited they had rain last night yeah i know my son so, is up in springdale yeah. said the same thing like, we had half inch of rain yeah. well it did rain for about 90 seconds this morning here in town did it yeah i missed it i was uh, i happened to be under the uh outdoor uh, area over at the church we were, i'm working vbs this week and so oh boy so uh, it did rain and uh some of the younger kids had not seen it <laughs> so we had to explain <laughs> really <laughs> it's <laughs> been that long <laughs> had to explain to the younger children what that was for 90 seconds. It's like talking to teenagers about the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? They have no idea of what, what you're you talking about. <laughs> what is this thing you say? Yeah, Super so, what? Yeah, so either way, uh, yeah, we had about 90 seconds of rain this morning over there. So nice. It wasn't enough for the kids in line for the shaved ice to even bother getting out of line. <laughs> At least no one started to build an ark. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there was no need to build an ark. Yeah. So, Anyhow, we, yeah, we welcome you to the show today. Uh, coming up at 5.30, we, we tried to have him on a couple of weeks ago and uh, ran into some uh, scheduling issues. It been when I was gone. It was. All right. Chris Land joining us this afternoon. If you're an Arkansas uh, Razorback fan from up in uh, Fayetteville, you know the name. Baseball See, player extraordinaire. When you texted me that today, yeah. I, I got all excited because I thought – we were going to have uh, Lee Mazzelli on. Lee Mazzelli, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, turned to find out it wasn't a spell check. It was no, no. Yeah, it's actually Lanzilli. Yeah, he'll be joining us. 
Yeah, Which I just think was Olivia Newton-John's first husband. But Chris Lanzilli? Olivia <laughs> Mazzilli. Matt Lanzetti? I don't know. <laughs> They're all the same. Mario Andretti? Yeah. yeah. Keep going? Yeah. All right. See where Scott Dixon uh, tied Mario Andretti's uh, number yesterday, number of open wheel wins there in IRL. So uh, he's not the... Again, I'll I, do this. AJ has a few more, but... And, and what is this of which you speak? Yeah. Open wheel racing. <laughs> do what? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I did not see that. Yeah. However, it's quite the accomplishment. Well, Scott Dixon's been around a long time, and the well, fields are extremely weak. Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It was actually so easy, anybody could have done it. Hang around long enough, you can be even, Don Sutton, too. Even <laughs> Scott Dixon. That's could. right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did Don take a while to get to 300? Yes, it was a minute. Considering I don't, He never won 20, did he? He didn't have to. Yeah, no, you went 18 every year. Yeah. Hey, well, he went ahead a bunch of 18-wing years, yes. so. He did. Very serviceable. Yes. He, you know, that guy would eat some innings. Yes. Today, pitchers don't. Not so much. No. They eat the buffet in the clubhouse, not innings. Or if you're Chris Sale, you eat a fastball off your hand. Oh, my God. A line drive, rather, back off your hand. Yeah. Are you buying or sailing? <laughs> yeah, that's. That was a, as painful. If you're not hitting the face. With a line drive. That was about as painful a reaction. I, I felt that when he said it felt cold, like instantly. But you know what? I almost, looking at the video, thought it was just as much upset knowing it was his second start. Oh, sure. He hadn't pitched enough in the last three ribs. years to. He had Tommy John and broken ribs. Yeah. And so for him, and he's not naive to the fact that basically Boston's second half was riding on him coming back and becoming the pitcher he was before yes. and putting him in the playoffs in a position that if you got a couple of starters, you can challenge the Yankees. But if you don't... Good luck. Yeah, and so basically that, I thought, in many ways may have ended Boston's season. Yesterday. And it's a funny segue because uh, today Major League Baseball draft and Boston Red Sox and Texarkana all come together. Wow, I like how you brought that all together. I know, right? Yeah. It was perfectly done. Yeah. We took uh, six minutes to get right there. Uh, Caleb Bolden. Former Pleasant Grove Hawk, former Razorback, University of Arkansas. And now former TCU Horned Frog. Yes. And now property of the Boston Red Sox, if they sign him. They drafted him today with the 219th pick in (laughs) the seventh round of the Major League Draft. And so we got another Texarkana kid. And here's my thought. He's got a chance to make it to the majors. And Caleb's had some injury problems. Yes, he has. If Boston looks at his medicals and decides they don't want to give him enough money, go back in the draft and go in the first round to the Rangers next year. (laughs) God, no kidding. (laughs) No kidding. Go pitch 20 innings in some independent league. Now, now these guys are slotted. And and you can come in under your slotted price. Which, oh, lots of guys have. Yeah. Um, the slot for Caleb Bolden is about $219,000. So, Which ain't bad. No, ain't bad. I, if, he, I'm, if I'm him, I'm taking that and starting my professional yeah. career and moving on. Well, I think he, he's, he's out of Yeah, he's, he's out, out of, of eligibility. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think yeah, I would too. And uh, I suspect he will be. It's the Red Sox. I don't expect them to lowball him. No, gosh, no. And they so, got money. They got money. And... Uh, I'm trying to remember, didn't Caleb go in the draft his senior year? I think so. 
I want to think like the 11th round, maybe. I thought it was farther back than that. Okay. But what it could, I mean, I'm not going to argue it. It could yeah. be, but I thought it was further back. I mean, even, if, I'll be honest with you, as an 11 rounder, I don't know that I don't take my shot at the major leagues. Braylon Bishop, we saw last year, 14th round Pittsburgh, but special circumstances yeah. and the amount of money they could throw at him made it worth his while to start his professional career and, well, and pass Arkansas. And I don't know Caleb that well. I taught him over at Pleasant Grove his junior year. Uh, and, and I wasn't around his senior year, so I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, but Caleb was such a good player in the field. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what his future held for him at that time. I do know, I think, maybe the pros weren't sure who he was going to be at that time. And uh, obviously we saw him pitch a lot of ball. He's had an outstanding slider and could really – pitch but at the same time I thought he could have had a a, a division one career as a fielder and a sure. player sure I agree and, and he certainly hit the dang baseball better than anybody we had seen at Pleasant Grove as long as you and I had been around probably so he had, he had the goodie. best year that anybody yeah. had ever had with a bat all that said um I don't know what his plans were at that point and if he was just going to concentrate on pitching knowing that pitchers are so valued in MLB sure. that Maybe he just thought, I want to go to college and I want to establish myself as a pitcher and this is who I want to be. And it's, I think it's hard to pass up if the University of Arkansas says, we'd like you to come here. For kids growing up around these sure. parts, I mean, that's, it's not Major League Baseball, but it's as good as it's oh, going to yeah. get beyond that. Oh, well, with NIL now, it's, it's going to be better than yep. going to the minors. No question. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I can see why. In his situation, I'd like to develop a little more strength, get a little bit bigger. Why not go to college and enjoy it and see how that works? Yeah. And if I, if it all works right, I'm going to be a higher than 11th round or whatever round it was draft choice in a couple of years. And, and Caleb was a very bright young man, a really smart yeah. kid. So Still college is. was a, is, not was. Well, I'm just saying when it came to going to college versus the minor leagues, you see kids at times where the minors really are their option because – they didn't put the time in on the books. Right, uh, College isn't a very good alternative for Or them. aren't interested in it. Yeah. Don't want to go to yeah. college. But Caleb certainly did not fall into that category. Very bright young man. And so for him, college made a lot of sense. You know, Chuck, more and more I think these kids are going to go to college for three years. Especially as the money gets better. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I think you? you're – for example, $219,000. Right. It doesn't seem like that big of an NIL deal – in a town like Fayetteville. Nah. It doesn't seem like much at all. For baseball players, I don't know. I I, I don't know. You know we're going to have Lanzilli on here in a half hour, in 20 minutes. And that's, that's a great question for him. So, so he, he's a guy that was one year at Arkansas, uh-huh. just as NIL's getting going. It, it's intriguing to think. Now, he was a guy that was drafted 39th round. Remember, this draft this year and last year were only 20. Yeah. So a lot of guys aren't getting picked. He decided, I'm going to go back and try again and and did three more years in college. I don't know with today's world, if he was, if Lanzilli was starting now, if Caleb was starting now, if you're going to Arkansas, can you get 200 grand from NIL money See, that, for baseball? That seems like chump change. I think it is for football players. No, I think it's chump change for baseball at the University of Arkansas. I don't I know. Think, I, I don't know. That's I think it. they will be able to line up that type of money for their baseball and basketball program with ease. 
I don't think it'll be an effort. The only question I have, and I've, I've presented this to your son the other day, yeah. to raise about Billy. If you are the alumni, the money people, do you put that money into baseball and basketball, or do you simply put it all into football because that's all you care about? I think he put it into football. I don't see your son felt differently. He thought if you could buy a national championship in basketball with those three or four incoming freshmen, you should go ahead and do it. I think it. I think basketball's a different conversation than the other two because I can get but three ba- kids. But at Fayetteville, which one's more important? Of the three, no, a baseball and basketball. Well, I think baseball's more important, but Much I think more. the but I think the field is a little closer for an Arkansas to get three, and they've had more than three, but get three highly recruited I, kids I coming in, and you have a chance to win a national but championship. There, you're you're talking a couple million each. Okay. In baseball, you can get a bunch of kids at two or three hundred thousand each. You can field a national championship team. Well, and you know, we saw Arkansas have its twentieth pitcher. Pitching, yeah. I mean, that's we're not talking about a handful of kids. You're having to have a deep enough roster that you've got that many players. I think, I think you're better. I, if you're t- if you're asking me, I'm going to give you five million dollars. You can put it either in basketball, three or four, five kids, or you can put it in baseball, and you got to put it in twenty kids. I would put it in basketball. I might now because they've got those kids already coming. Yeah, but if I'm looking at baseball. I'm not trying to compete getting a kid away from Ole Miss or Texas or wherever. I'm trying to get the kid away from MLB. I'm competing with MLB for that kid because that's the kid who's been going on to the pros and hasn't been coming to play college. Well, the kid is Braylon Bishop. No, that's the kid. That's a kid who was a University of Arkansas signee and decided to go to MLB and cash the check and start the career. Not a that, shot at Braylon. I'm talking about kids who are, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth round kids. Well, I think I think Braylon could have been. I think a lot of school, a lot of teams shied away because he had signed for with Arkansas. Yeah. I mean, he's just going to go to college. That's what he said all along. I'm not going to the pros. I'm going. I, I think if the University of Arkansas had an open checkbook to say to him, "All right, what's MLB going to pay you? We'll match that and yeah. come here." And I, I think that's what you can. See schools like Arkansas. There's only probably five, max ten schools in the country that care enough about baseball to yeah, do that. Yeah, oh yeah. But I think Arkansas is one of them. Yeah, oh, I agree. And there's maybe even fewer that have the financial resources, and the University of Arkansas is one of well, them. When you say competing against Major League Baseball, when when they become the only of ten schools that are actually going to open up the checkbook and have NIL money for baseball yeah. playing kids, well then they'll wipe out the rest of the competition for upper-level kids. Sure. They'll, they'll wipe. That's the whole point. Well, that, but I'm just saying, they don't even have to be competing for Major League Baseball talent anymore. Now I, I'm competing with Vanderbilt. I'm competing with... Well, in the past, your school. Vandy had the advantage because they were one of two or three major college baseball programs that could slide other money over into the... Right. We had the guy that told us yeah, that. Yeah. Right. But now... They can blow that the doors off of that if you're the University of Arkansas. And you should. You shouldn't let Vandy beat you to that kid. You should have a lighter rocker combo every year. Every year. Well, it's good uh, music bed going to the break. Money. 
Works. College. We're talking about it's college perfect. sports now. It's perfect. We'll take a break. Don't forget, uh, Chris Lanzilli going to join us in about 15 minutes. You're on Leaving the Yard. Quick timeout. We'll come right back. On the fan, 1079. Got 19 minutes after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 1079-903-735-9905 is our sonic hotline here in the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. Now, we didn't talk a lot about Kumar Rocker. No, we didn't. We just kind of teased it. Well, we made fun of it mostly. <laughs> well, that's kind of teasing usually. Now, he's a Boris client. Yes, he is. And he did... Scott Boris, for those who yeah, don't know the he agent. He did sign the, or they've mapped out a very agreeable undervalue contract based on his uh, questionable physical being and how healthy he is. Which and, is why he didn't sign last year because well, the Mets didn't. Uh, they pulled their offer. Right. Yeah, once they looked at his medical, yep. it, when they took him to the pick, and that's why he slid to the 10th pick last year. That's why the Rangers didn't take him last year because they were worried about his. You know, he was the better pitcher two years ago, better than Lider Jr. But it seems like if you watch his delivery, it puts a lot of stress on his body. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be his – he's going to be a breakdown kind of pitcher, well, he's, you he's think. He's rocker's kid, and he puts a lot of stress on him. Yes. Yeah. All of the above. So, uh, anyway, um, so they've signed him to this sweet deal, which is good news for the Rangers in the fact that, yeah, they're taking a risk on him with a high upside – but there's a possibility that that gives them a little more money to sign some people. And so there was some thought they might reach on some guys in later rounds and be able to offer them more money. Right. Maybe some hard to sign. Some guys that have already said, I'm not signing for less than X amount. Right. I'm not going to sign for the slotted this, this, and this. Right. And so they may have the ability. And I didn't see today who they got in later rounds, but that was a possibility today. Yeah, I hadn't. The, the draft had just ended just a little bit ago, and so I kind of scanned yeah. through the uh, the Razorback guys who had gotten drafted. Yeah. I hadn't really sat down and looked at the Rangers picks yet. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not so sure. I mean, I get the – this is high risk, high reward. I mean, that's what the Rangers are playing with right now. They think he and Leiter probably both could come – Ready next season. Yes, probably by June next year. Right. They could both possibly be in the big leagues if they're healthy. And you're gambling on two years ago, two of the best pitchers in college baseball. Well, they were many considered to be the best two pitchers yeah. in college baseball. And Vanderbilt, when they were both healthy, was riding high. That's right. The Rangers have a lot of needs. Actually, starting pitching right now isn't one of them. <laughs> no. The bullpen's atrocious. The the starting start- pitching's horrible. No, it's not. Starting it pitching is. No, it's not. Perez is going to the All-Star game. Yes. Gray has been okay. Dunning's Gray not terrible. Gray stay on the mound. Well, they're, they're not as bad they as... They don't score runs for. That's not him. The other two that's are not just, him. But I'm just telling you, they're not beating people with their starting pitching. They're losing with their bullpen. Their bullpen late. They yes. have back end problems. Losing with their bullpen. Their back end bullpen is horrible. But they've got other but needs. There's no greater need in this game still than pitching. Oh, I agree. But it doesn't have to be 
dominant aces to be able to be winning teams. But Chuck, they got a lot of holes, me, and I don't know if I'm if I'm liking two straight years of especially a a high high risk high reward yeah. guy. They got their stable guy lighter. You think yeah. last year he should move into the rotation next summer and be a front line starter. It, Rocker might be as well. Yes, it's possible. I, could. I, I just think there are other things they could have had a more sure bet on Well, it would have been a long-term in the lineup. I know guy. the game has changed. The game has changed in the fact that we're going to see, you know, even in postseason, guys go to the pin early. But you can still win a playoff series with two really good starters. Well, you're talking about a playoff series? Yeah. You're talking about the Rangers? Yeah. You don't want a playoff series. All right, all right Chuck. I feel like I'm, I'm Here's the deal. Iverson. If you're slightly above 500 now, can you get into the playoffs? Yes, because of the wild card situation, you can get yes. the playoffs. And, I mean, that's all the Red Sox were trying to do at this point. Yeah. They were going to try to get sale healthy, get in the playoffs. That's what we talked about last week with the Orioles yeah. and the Mariners. Everybody's getting just, in there. Who would have thought those yeah. two would have been the but conversation? once you get in, two starting pitchers can still make a difference. Oh, it's... I know people use a pen more than they used to, but you've got two shutdown starters that can go seven innings. You can still win a playoff series. Who do the Orioles have that are big time starters, big aces? They've got the one guy, but the Mariners Fisk or something. Yeah, but the Mariners. Uh, I don't. I haven't watched Seattle enough. That's just it. They, I, I think they're but better they're, off in in the league right now. I think you're better off having depth in the lineup than you are having aces that are the most likely to break down. See, I agree with that, but I still like going into a playoff series. If you go back to those Houston teams, they still had two, three starting pitchers that were solid, that were winning. We still go look at the Dodgers. What are they still spending money on? Starting pitching. pitching. Yeah. But they've got everything else. You can go spend money on pitching when you've got everything else. They have everything, so it doesn't matter. That's true. But, I mean, you look to the Yankees. They still went and got Garrett Cole and overpaid for him. That's that's the piece they needed. Yeah. They had everybody, power. They didn't have innings eaters. Everybody still needs two starting pitchers. Well, I don't know if these guys are inning eaters. I think lighter is. I think the question is, is Rocker. Yeah, we'll if he's see. not an inning eater, then it's an overvalued well, or, an, or an overpaid or commodity. He might be that backing guy. Well, that would be a different conversation. Yeah. Now, if we're if we're picking up Kumar Rocker and you're telling me this guy is going to be the closer yeah. for the next seven, eight years, well, then... Uh, Whatever. I don't think anybody can plan on seven or eight years of closer. Th- then the conversation. Well, why not? You're you're putting less innings on the arm. I agree. Why can't you be still that? pitching today? They do too much things to the body that shouldn't be done. Well, you're telling me we're, we've got a closer now in Texas. Well, I would I would take that. That gives yes. you his his stuff is that type of stuff that he could possibly be a closer. Would you spend money like that on a closer? Well, the problem goes back to his father. That's right. Who was a closer? Yes, he was. In a head case. Yes, he was. And is. Yes. <laughs> and you talk about electric stuff, but a head case. And the problem you get into, closers tend to be head cases anyway. Yes. Why wouldn't they be? It's pressure every time they step on the on the uh, field that no other player has. I agree. Every time. No, well, I'm okay with that. But I, if, if, if you're telling me he's a closer... I'm more likely to say I think that's a good pick. Right. If you tell me he's just he's a starter, I don't think his I don't think his delivery unless they really tweak it relates to a long-term career trying to throw 200 innings a season. Right. So has it been 20 years since A-Rod signed with the Rangers? 
Yeah. Here's my deal. He signed 10 at 25. Was that the deal yep. back in the day? Yep. 25 a year? Yep. If they can get Soto oh, at 500 Jeez. for 12, would you sign him? Yes. 500 for yes. 12 for the Rangers. I saw somebody the other day posting a lineup with Soto in it for the Rangers. Yeah. But you agree with me. Oh, yeah. I would he's sign him in a second. He's 23 years of age. Yes. 12 years puts him at whatever. I, I That's the guy I want to invest in. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. I, I'm a little shocked that who turns down $440 million? But that, that's the craziest thing. Of, well, no, of, all, of all things we've ever seen, he turned down a half a billion dollars. And said, no, it's not enough. I don't know. I'm pretty sure D.C. has a state in, or a District of Columbia income, an income tax. tax. Sure. Yeah. You don't have that in Texas. Oh, whatever. I, yes. It's an amazing difference. It's over not going to make any difference oh, yes. in his life about whatever amount oh, of money. I disagree. Oh, he's only going to end up walking out with $280 million instead? Yeah, I'm just telling it's you. Okay. It's going to make a huge difference. All right, I mean, you what? bring him in. He's going to have a 50-foot yacht instead of a 40? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Which makes a difference to some people. Oh, God. You bring him into yeah, Texas at Houston or, or Dallas, either one. Does it give him additional ability as far as endorsements? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be fine. I'm not worried about him. But, but I, I agree with the premise of... Do the Rangers have the wherewithal to go after this guy? And can they put together a package See, that's that'll the, lure Washington? What kind of package they got? They're going to have to They're going to get their farm system. Everything. Just give them all the franchises. They can have all the franchises that are minor league yeah. teams. Because that's about all you're going to be yeah. able to do. I don't know what they've got. Ladder. Oh. Okay, well, that's one piece. Which Keep yeah, going. I'm just saying. I know, keep going. But what do you think the first thing on the list is going to oh, be? It's going to be lighter. Yeah. Yes, but keep going. I, I know they're going to more. But at the same time, he's a Boris agent. I mean, a Boris client. Yep. And Boris and the Rangers have a long-standing relationship. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's pie in the sky it stuff right now. It is pie in the sky. But there's only two or three guys in the league that I would pay that kind of money to. And one Soto's one of them. No, I agree. I'm not even, I don't even hesitate. Open the checkbook. If, you, if you're in the conversation, you open the checkbook. But they're going to have to open a lot more for the, the uh, Nationals to agree to it. Otherwise, you've got to wait two years. Wait the two, I guess. We got to take a break. Chris Lanzilli joining us next. Here on Leaving the Yard, Zach and the Professor on the Fan 1079. It's football season, and that means getting together to catch the game. But you know, when the game gets going, the drinks start flowing. And that's okay, because I always make a plan to get home safe before the action and the drinking begin. Don't wait until the game is over. Plan a sober ride before you drink, because a DWI could cost you thousands of dollars in fines and fees, jail time, and you could lose your license. Make your game plan so you don't drink, drive, go to jail. Sponsored by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and this station. I hate insurance companies. Not the people, just the process. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office. If you've been injured in an accident, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
So give me a call at 903-823-3000. I'm located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Monty Murray, and I can help you through this process. Call me today. Now every morning just before breakfast, I don't want no coffee or tea. Just me and my good buddy Wiser, that's all I ever need, cause I drink alone. We welcome you back. 28 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. We're going to jump on the Sonic Hotline this afternoon. We tried to hook this up a couple of weeks ago, and our schedules kind of got crossways, but uh, we're really honored to have uh, Chris Lanzilli with us this afternoon, a former Arkansas Razorback baseball player. And uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it's an exciting time. I'm, I'm assuming you and the family are, are kind of sitting around waiting, aren't you? Uh, you think so. Not, not as much as you think. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just, this is my uh, third go at it, so I'm just, I'm really just living my, living my life going throughout my day and not really, you know, if I get a call, I get a call, but I'm not stressing. We're not, we're not driving over it. For, for folks you don't know, you said my third time at this. You've been through this coming out of high school, Yes. No, so I was eligible, um, turned out some money there, and uh, I was taking the 39th round um, just because I was kind of a courtesy pick because I already knew I was going back to school. And then uh, I had my junior year, and then had last year as well, uh, my like, COVID junior year, I guess. Um, and then so sophomore, junior. Yeah, so this is my fourth time, fifth including high school, I guess. But, Yikes. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a lot of uh, experience with this, and uh but yeah, we're not we're not stressing over, and we're just uh, hoping for an opportunity. It's during the draft or a free agent. Were, time. were you stressing over it the first time? Oh my! Uh, so sophomore year, not not too much, just because uh, I already you know uh, kind of told everybody I was going back to school before the draft happened, and then one of my buddies texted me. He was like, "Congrats on getting drafted." I said, "What are you talking about?" And I didn't even know I got drafted at the time because I thought I, was, I already went to the Cape League and I was. Uh, I already headed back to school after that. And then junior year, I was real stressed because uh, I was my real, you know, I, I thought I uh, played uh, into those five rounds. Uh, so I was really stressed and hoping hoping to get an opportunity there. I was able to sign after that draft, but I, I thought, you know, it wasn't really worth it. And, uh, and then last year, I knew I wasn't getting drafted just because I, I, didn't, I didn't play crazy well last year. So but this year, I... I uh, I'm hoping just for an opportunity to get in the system. Well, and, and let's we'll we'll move kind of in between those two drafts, the one that's going on yeah. this week and the one that happened the last time. You landed kind of in our backyard up in Fayetteville at the University of Arkansas. What was the attraction for you to to go to Arkansas? Oh, I mean, any kid, that's any kid's dream to play at a school like Arkansas. I mean, uh, to be able to compete for a national championship and, and to play in front of those fans every night is, is something that you know not every, I mean not every college kid, not uh, tons of college kids don't get to experience. So I, I mean it's something that I wanted to experience in my fifth year, and, and it's I, I don't regret any decisions that I've made. Um, kind of because of that, like it kind of just capped everything off. It was the best experience, and and uh, not getting drafted wasn't so bad just because I got to play here. Now, obviously, when you're playing baseball at the uh, University of Arkansas, that's a big deal in Fayetteville. Was it as big a deal to be a baseball player at Wake Forest? Uh, I, I don't want to, you know, 
talk down, I'll wake it up because it's great, great school, great place to play. And I, I had the, I met some of my best friends there, had the experience of my life. Um, there just wasn't as much of you know media coverage. There wasn't obviously we didn't get very many fans, and and uh, you know it, it wasn't as as uh, you know just big time there. But but the players were were uh, super talented. Played with some of the, the best players I've ever played with at, at Wake, and and uh, they, they just don't get what they deserve in terms of uh, fan support and and uh, you know media coverage, I guess. Do, do those buddies from Wake even believe you when you tell you when you tell them what it's like in Fayetteville? Uh, I mean, uh, fortunately, they were able to. Most of my uh, roommates were. I had, I had seven roommates, believe it or not. They were. They were all, uh, except for one or two. They were. They were all either drafted or or, or signed. So they're uh, they're in the minor leagues. And I think playing at Arkansas was a little bit better than busting around the minor leagues. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, at some point, we we all eventually want to want to. Um, to be in the position they're in. Chris Lanzelli, by the way, joining us live this afternoon. Well, that brings us to a question we've got in mind these days. If you were a young guy coming out of high school now and, you know, maybe some MLB team laid a couple hundred thousand dollars in front of you or somewhere like Arkansas says to you, well, we can match that in NIL, is it much of a decision? Yeah, see, that's where the game's changed. I mean, even um, as a as a junior um, in college, like if, I, if if I'm in you know in a position where I'm you know going to make maybe a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars as a as a junior, then somebody's able to match that. I mean, I'd rather have. Obviously, you want to get your your you want to be in the system as soon as possible. But I mean, if you're if you're getting the same amount of money, I would no doubt go back to school and or go to school as a senior in high school. Uh, go go to Arkansas. Sorry, I'm confusing this all, but yes, I would I would go to school and take that uh, NIL money and just for the experience. I mean, the, the experience you can trade for anything. It's it's uh it's something that you won't be able to get when you're in the minor leagues and you can't turn back. So it's like, come on. I mean, kids won't know that uh, coming out of high school because they they will. You know, who knows who's advising them? Who knows who's you know uh, telling them what to do? But it, it's just. It's, a, it's an experience that I wouldn't turn down, and, and, and on top of that, getting money for it, you know, it's a no-brainer. If you go back, I always change the game. Yeah, you go back five years when you uh, you left high school. And you think about what's yeah. happened in the five-year window between the COVID nightmare, which cost a lot of guys probably a chance at getting drafted. We shrunk half down from forty rounds to twenty. We've had guys have a chance to continue their college career with an extended year, and now NIL's becoming part of this. Five years ago, this is a whole different world, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it absolutely is. I mean, it, going to college is just, you know, you're going to college, get, uh, you're going to choose the best place to get an education, um, kind of the best place that fits you. You weren't thinking about money. You weren't thinking about, you know, getting all these deals, going to following, really. <laughs> I mean, it is a totally different game, and, and that's something that kids got to kind of watch out for. Uh, nowadays, you got to see what best suits you, and, you know, a lot of that has to do with money, obviously, but... Um, you know, obviously you want you want to be comfortable in the spot you're at. So so there's still some of those there's still some of those um, uh, there's some of those things to factor into the equation uh, that that were similar to my experience, but but they do have a lot more to uh, 
you know, to, to look for in, in colleges now. And Tony and I were talking about this first segment of our show today uh, about the possibility of an Arkansas becoming, you know, one of the 10 or so schools in the country that would probably be able to put up significant NIL money for guys like you to be able to play there. You were at Wake, a school that probably didn't have that same kind of thing. I, and maybe I'm answering my own question, but do, do you think, even down the road here, does Wake have the wherewithal or the financial backing from from alumni, whatever, that maybe guys going there would have the same financial opportunities as you would coming to Fayetteville? Uh, I mean, I am obviously clueless on on the topic, but I I do know that Wake has a lot of uh, you know wealthy graduates that they'll be willing to maybe pay their their uh, athletes, but. Obviously, I don't have any inside word on anything. I don't know how, how it would work. But, I mean, Arkansas has, you know, what do they got? All these different kind of two of the top companies in the country uh, that, that could obviously pay the athletes. Um, and obviously a super passionate fan base, super passionate um, alumni. So, I mean, I, I'd say Arkansas is definitely one of the top schools uh, that will be able to do it. But that's, that's uh, again, no knock on Wake. I'm sure, I'm sure Wake can pay um, – just as much as a lot of schools. Chris Lanzilli joining us this afternoon. Chris, obviously around this neck of the woods, kids play, you know, baseball when they're young just about year-round with travel ball, and especially by the time they get to high school, they're playing almost year-round. Where you come from back in the Northeast, is that the case, or how did it work for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to play as much as possible, but, I mean, it was, it was pretty uh, – you know, people were, you know, they stressed a lot uh, about playing two or three sports, uh, which is kind of cool about coming from the Northeast. You know, we were, we were playing hockey, we were playing basketball, we were playing football, you know, obviously baseball. Um, when I when I was a freshman in high school, I, I had to choose between um, hockey. I didn't have to, hockey and baseball, but I, but I uh, kind of had to, I didn't have to, but it was kind of one of those things where it's like you you, you got to put your time into one of these things and you're going to run with it. And I obviously chose baseball. Don't regret it. And um, I played for a summer team called Northeast Baseball. And we, would, we would go down once or twice a, a, a summer uh, to all these big tournaments um, in the south. And then we'd go down in the fall to, to Florida where the, where the weather is a little bit better, fall and winter. Um, so yeah, well, I, I tried to play year round, but I I, uh, I also played other sports, which interfered with it. So I, I wasn't playing as much as as these from uh, Arkansas, or Texas, but um, I tried to uh, as much as possible. Oh, that's, you made, that's kind of the case with everybody down there. Yeah, you made the right call. There. You you kept all your teeth and your noses in one piece. Baseball yeah, rather than hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah baseball is a little bit uh, prettier than hockey, so I'm, I'm I'm glad. I think my parents are too. You spent this one year here at Arkansas, and, and as we watched the College World Series tournament play itself out, it was obvious SEC schools were head and shoulders above everybody else's, at least the way it felt at the end. You're, you're, you see uh, Mississippi State won it all last year, Ole Miss this year, A&M had a great year, Arkansas had that kind of year, Vandy was good, Tennessee was number one. Uh, it almost feels like you're, you're getting a look at Major League Baseball by playing in the SEC. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously, super talented, um, similar to the ACC. But just playing in the SEC, it was just you know, you, you get these fan bases, you get you get all the talented kids, you get the complete complete experience. So it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty, uh, you know, it, it definitely benefits you moving forward where you're where you're gonna uh, face all these talented arms in, my, in the minor leagues. Who was the best arm you faced this year in the SEC? Uh, 
Just give me a second to think about it. Let me let me see. Um, can't think of his name. The Friday night guy for Texas A and M. It's going to take me a second to think of his name, but I think his last name was Detmer. Okay. Um, and he, he was a, he was a pretty good pitcher. He was a he was a solid. I, I think everybody was solid this year. I don't think there was a superstar, um, but uh, there was no real you know drop off in the SEC this year. How much fun was the uh, the last couple of weeks of the season? I mean, obviously it didn't end the way you wanted to, but it cer- it certainly was entertaining and felt very intense watching it. I think it was as much fun as you could have had on on a, on a baseball field. I mean, think about the the Oklahoma State regional we were in. That was such that was a stressful, stressful regional. But it, for us on the field, it was real fun putting up all those runs and, and competing with those guys. I think that was a team that that could have been in Omaha and competed really well. Then we go to UNC, take it in two, and and uh, you know that was obviously a, a real good time. But it was it was just quick for us, and and uh, we we're pretty confident uh, moving moving through there. Then we get to Omaha, where I mean it's Omaha. Uh, you, you can't have a bad time there, especially if, if you're winning like we were. And then obviously we we lost, and it was the saddest thing ever. But when you look back at it, it's, it was the greatest greatest experience. So it's it was it was really awesome. As you look at that team you had at University of Arkansas this past year, and, and hopefully your name's going to get called tomorrow. A lot of names are getting called today. You're going to tell me one guy. Which guy's going to be the most successful in the majors? Most successful, man. I mean, I just when you ask that question, I just can't stop thinking about our middle infield. It's like uh, battles and, and more. Were just I think they could have been a big league middle infield defensively this year. Uh, so one of those guys, I think. I, I, I don't want to. Give you a for sure answer because I don't want to anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> those guys, those teams definitely got, got some good players. Hopefully, they find some chemistry like uh, with the other uh, middle infielder like they did with each other. What's what's going on in the uh, Arkansas locker room as the controversy starts coming up around a radio guy in the state who kind of throws some shade on your catcher? What, what, what's going on inside the locker room with you guys? We're all obviously uh, we all have Michael's back. Um, we're not really thinking too much. I had never heard of the guy before. Uh, it was coming from me, so uh, we weren't really thinking too much into it. But if if it came down to him, we all have Michael's back, and and honestly, it's not not too serious of a situation for us. We just kind of brushed it off and laughed a little bit. It was it was fine. It felt like Michael had a great World Series too. On top of the the allegations of he didn't get big hits and all that, it seemed like every time there was a big hit needed, it was him. I think that uh, I think that that situation might have benefited him a little bit. He it kind of put a fire under him, and he he, uh, he made that everybody's words. I think. Nice. Now, have you ever had a home run that you weren't sure was a home run until you had to have the umpires look at a film? Uh, is that the one in Omaha? That was, uh, yeah. How did that feel as it was happening? Oh, man. I I think the, the wind was going across the field, so uh, it kind of helped it uh, stay fair a little bit. So I was real thankful for that, but I, I, I was for sure it was going to follow. I saw it going over the pole, and I thought it was going to head foul, but it, it stayed straight. And uh, I think I was saying that to myself down the first baseline. And I was like, "Please go fair, please go fair, please go fair." <laughs> and then it ended up going fair, and uh, and yeah, I mean, there, there was there was not too much of a debate on it, but uh, they, they looked at it a little bit and called it fair, and I was I was pretty happy about that. We, we, we should have gotten a little Carlton Fisk wave from you. 
I know. I think I said that when I got back to the dugout, and uh, I don't think a lot of guys know who that is. <laughs> uh, so luckily, luckily, I'm from uh, Boston area, so I I know the history of that. But uh, you know, I don't think they, the Arkansas guys follow the, the history of the Red Sox too much. <laughs> so it's so sad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And also, I'm a little bit older than some of the other guys, so I, I uh, my, my parents were. Uh, always a fan of the Red Sox too so they, they uh, passed that down to me nice tell you what Chris thank you so much for spending some time with us it was great talking to you and, and great hearing some stuff inside from from uh, a guy who uh, spent the season with the uh, the Arkansas Razorbacks hopefully drafted if not drafted what's the plan next what do you want to do uh, I mean I'm uh, hopefully I get a free agent deal after that if not then I'm going to uh, you know start my coaching career up probably um, not for certain but uh, that's what I'm thinking right now Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, that's Chris Lanzilli. And, again, Chris, we thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Best of luck tomorrow. And if not, hopefully we'll see you down the road and uh, get you uh, get you on a roster. Maybe a Rangers roster right back down here in Texas. <laughs> Maybe so. Uh, well, I appreciate you guys. And go Hogs. There you go. Appreciate you. Thank you, Chris. That's Chris Lanzilli. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Last segment coming up next. About 12 minutes until... Six o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 1079. Apply for a home equity loan and put the equity in your home to work for you. Home equity loans are a great option for borrowing money at a low rate to help fund large expenses. What would you do with a little extra cash? Talk to the Billway Mortgage Team today and see if a home equity loan is right for you. Stop by, call, or learn more at billway.org. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Y'all, I was looking local first. We're making sure our babies have a bright future. You know, local businesses depend on our support. They're usually first in line to support our local organizations. Let's do our part to always look local first. Can't find a trustworthy mechanic and repair shop for your vehicle? Check out Freeman's Auto Services on East Street. They've been around for over 40 years. Oil changes, brakes, front ends, motors, and rear axles, all are their specialty. Rates are unbeatable and repairs are done right. Locksmith TXK. The area for the best locks and safes for our business announces Key Friday. Every Friday, buy two keys and get the third one free. Car, truck, home, business, just about any key. Locksmith, TXK, and pretty safe so Texarkana. You found the right locksmith. I like to take on little home improvement projects. With the help from the folks at General Supply, I can handle most of the smaller ones. Always right there to answer any questions I have and show me what I need to do the job I'm trying to do. General Supply, 1019 Spruce Street, your local hometown hardware store. Look local first, and everybody benefits. From the store owners to people like you and me supporting them. It's easy and it helps everyone. Look local first. Welcome back. We got about seven minutes till uh, six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. By the way, tomorrow, Kirk and come. Oh, no, Kirk and company tomorrow. Uh, no, it's power hour in the morning. Yeah. Earl Gill, Tyler Huff. They'll be in here in the morning messing with my dang longhorn flag <laughs> like they always do. You just need to take it down. No, Kevin turned it back up today. You staple it on there so they can't Bob, move it. Yeah, they tear it. <laughs> you know, some people can't. You can't have nice things. Some people just won't. Let you have nice. Things. I noticed their Leopard Land sign yeah. never goes upside down, does it? No, he comes over here. That's right. They put it over there and he gets moved well, backwards <laughs> in the corner. Wow. Well, oh, well, no. 
fucking leave the yard. Well, that's true. They're blocking the fan. Uh, they're, they're blocking Zach and the professor. That's a part. <laughs> I care about that other stuff. Watch the names. Don't We're block. pretty easy to block. Yeah, don't block. <laughs> easy to block out. Yeah. It was cool to see the uh, the guy who came in second, Cameron Young, at the open. Uh, we put this out this weekend. And I saw it on the APT uh, website uh, when I was looking at it uh, this weekend that. Uh, you know, he opened up with a blistering eight under, came in second in turn. He was playing here two years ago. He was playing in the APT tournament two years ago here. We keep telling you folks, these guys that come to town here every summer, some of them are going to eventually get to the tour. And this guy not only got to the tour, he almost won the biggest tournament in the world this year. He tied it up on 18. It just doesn't need to be a thousand degrees here when they play. Yeah, that would be easier. I mean, people actually go out and watch it if they weren't, well, you know. they pay a thousand dollars to actually play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no kidding. But either way. Still, it was an exciting last day yeah. of the Open. You know, I, Rory didn't play badly. He just putted badly for his standards. He just, he left a lot of putts short. And it cost him a championship yeah. yesterday. Well, I, I thought the kid just went and took it from him. Oh, he did? He I just mean, came crazy. Rory on the back nine? Yeah. Who shoots I mean, a 30? I mean, other than Johnny Miller, 63, yeah. uh, years ago to win the U.S. Open, I can't – I mean, he shot a 64 on Sunday. Yes, and it's the second 64 in his tournament. Yeah. It's nuts. So, uh, and if you watched him Saturday, he missed a bunch of putts yeah. by an inch or so. Had, what a seventy-three on a seventy-three on Saturday, and came back with a sixty-four yeah. on Sunday. But, but I mean, literally, he could have been four or five strokes different had he had a, a, an inch to put on this putt or an inch to put on that putt. So, you kind of sense that he would dial it back in again. I haven't seen a guy putt that well in a major. And granted, he didn't putt well on Saturday, yeah. but he putted great on Thursday. And great on Sunday. I, I just don't remember a guy having that much touch. And it's not easy at the Open no. to putt well. But, you know, and, and Kevin and I talked about this one, that it's putting there is more than on the green putting. Yeah. Putting is what in other courses you would be using a wedge yeah, you're on. chipping, yeah. But there, because the fairway was so fast and you got those grass bunkers you can literally putt through or around or whatever – it, it, it gives a new meaning to using your putter and your short stick, as they say. It's funny. We we had this conversation Thursday after we were leaving Thursday because I said Rory was going to win. You said Cameron Smith was going to win. We were right there. Yeah. They were, and Young had a great finish, but they were the best two there this weekend. But I found myself rooting for Young. No, I he was the American no, young no, guy. No. He'd been on these little tours. No, I, no, I was I was rooting for Smith. I mean, I wanted to be right and say Rory, but I was rooting for Smith. See, and that's what we used to get into in football. I, I don't, I hate when I make a prediction like that and then want to be smart. I don't well, want to be smart, but I'm rooting for the I don't guy. Show. I don't want to be smart. Well, we already know you're not. That's not a thing. <laughs> you don't have to make that declaration like it's new. I don't want to be smart. That's why I'm looking forward to picks of righteousness. It's coming back soon. Five weeks till us. Football starts up again. All right, we're out of time. Appreciate uh, Chris uh, Lanzilli joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll do it again right here. 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the products 